Hey, Enslate fam. It's a great time to check out what VIEW has to offer. Not only do they have 10,000 hours of Korean content with English subtitles coming as fast as 8 hours after simulcast, there's also Chinese, Japanese, and Thai content, as well as their own VIEW originals like Still and Now We Are Breaking Up. Another show I'm looking forward to is Kim Soo-yeon's newest drama, One Ordinary Day, and it's exclusive on VIEW. VIEW is available to consumers on a freemium model with an ad-supported free tier and a premium subscription tier. Pay close attention because a question about this episode will be asked on our Facebook group sometime this week and we'll choose a few lucky randos with the right answer to get a voucher for a premium view subscription. So if you haven't yet, join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Enslate for a chance to grab some view goodies. View so good to us on Enslate. can't believe it took like 44 seconds to do the sleep. starting slate for this That's why they call show. it and slate. slate. You know what? Um, I have to point out. I, You know, I mean, do you, re- do you listen to our show, Ramon? Like, yeah. Not I, super I actually regularly. don't. Yeah, I don't really listen you to You don't our show. because it's my number one podcast every year in my Spotify rap. And I noticed Quark. <laughs> and you, yeah, and that it's not even on the top five, right? Yeah, you know, you're, you're, I don't want to be like, I'm going to listen to myself. But I listened to the last show uh, because I just wanted to see if, if my, my phone kind of like was okay with your mics. Um, and then you put this weird thing, like this weird K-pop, like five second song before the spoiler. What was that? It's Best of Me. It's just a stinger. Ah, so that's a BTS song? Yeah, it's just literally, he uh, says, best of me. Did you know this, Ramon, that Mel has been putting in... Uh, that one now. I hope we're not ano, in... in um, it's in the context in violation of the show. Of any... okay. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was like, wow, did Mong record like, spoiler alert! Or something like, you know, which we should record, which we should do something like that. Spoiler alert! And I thought, but it, but it doesn't sound, it kind of sounds K-poppy. What is this? Of course okay, it's now K-pop. I know. Just get on, get on okay. the, get with the program, Cork. Okay, okay let's hear the best of me of 2022, right now. K-pop is coming. Anyway, we are in episode eighty-three, and it's our best of TV shows, twenty twenty-one. Oh yeah. Amazing. How was the the year in TV in general for for all y'all? Loved in it. In general, go see I just want to say, during my research to prepare for this episode, because I do and you guys don't. Grabe! What is this? Attacking <laughs> again. What are you talking about? I ano ba, ano have ba? a list from the very beginning of the year. It's not just the list. It's like reading the TV landscape. What were the trends? Who were going on? Uh, the numbers? <laughs> That's anyway, why you're here. Oh, nuggets no. of Wisdom. There's over 400 scripted shows that was released in 2021 across all streamers and cable channels. So guys, if we missed shows in your list, super sorry, pero ang dami talaga out there. Hindi naman yung nugget of wisdom, statistics lang yan eh. It's ano still nugget learnings? of wisdom. Wait, you wouldn't this, have found it without me. Is this worldwide or is this US, uh, England lang? 
Mostly Western, yeah. So that's not even wow. counting the Asian releases. Wow. Damn. And you watched how many of those 450? I don't 300. know, but Korean-wise, 25 yata ako this year. 25, 16-hour movies. Wow. I would stop at, if I don't like it, I'd stop at uh, the fourth episode. Uh, That's my rule eh? for for either Western or Eastern. Fourth episode. Okay. How many shows did you watch, Ramon? Do you know? I didn't count the number of shows, pero my impression was I was delighted with how much more diverse the offerings were this year. Um, that's why I, I I had a difficult time really whittling it down to 10. My I was like arguing but with like my top 20 because there's a lot in my 11 to 20 na I wish I could well probably you can mention it now, honorable mention later on. Shit, so ako lang yung medyo and hindi naman ako disappointed but I had a hard time filling it up my, oh my, my list. Wow. Um, yeah, no, I mean like like I think that the first six are super solid for me and then the the four uh, parang okay. I mean, they're all good but but I think for example compared to last year and 2019 um that those were two years that I had a really hard time kind of like whittling down the list and and here it's just like oh, sige na, ito na lang yung ano and I wouldn't the number 10 for example would be the sort of show I wouldn't feel so bad about not including in the list parang ganun. Maybe because you watched more movies also cuz I was the opposite I hardly watched movies I was just mostly on TV cuz I loved the landscape this year so much especially with returning shows but with me naman i thought i thought i would have the same problem na do i have enough for like a decent really good list but then when i cuz what i do is i i sort of have a a notepad right digitally where i'm like if i watch something that i thought is really good i'll list it there just so that when we do these year ender episodes it's easier to just look at that list yeah and then when i went back to the list i was like oh there's a lot on this list that i liked so it wasn't as difficult to fill up the slots of best tv as i thought yeah true i did watch 45 in 2020 this time i watched 30 so I, didn't want, <laughs> I made a promise to myself i'm not gonna watch that as much tv uh, and yeah. then I, I i caught up then my older stuff uh or like right, right. Miss Kung still. so i think our lists are going to be maybe the top five feeling the top five are going to be similar like the six to ten are going to be quite wild different. wild cards <laughs> Para yeah. <hindi> ako agree <laughs> feeling, ako feeling ko, we'll have three or four overlaps in wildly different positions. Pero to think, Mel, may isa, ka, may isa akong entry na matutuwa ka, tapos baka tanggalin ko na because of your ano, attacking us. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. I, there, there are four for me that I was thinking of putting in number 10. I might the one that I ended up choosing I might replace because I'm sure it'll be on Mel's. So God damn it, <laughs> why? Why me? Why are you attacking me? Yeah, this no, time? That's not, no, that's why I mean I'm like I I'm I'm thanking you for saving me so I can talk about this show. And why are you yeah, assuming what not, if it's not on my list? But that's list. not fair I'm to the sure list. It's on your show, my god. Uh-huh. Ka- ka- na, it should be your list kasi. Hindi yung, I know, oh, I know. if Mel's going to talk about this. So. <laughs> but I was torn between these four nga. And we can talk about that for ano. But... We do have rules laid out. 
So oh, let's lay it out again. So okay. as per usual, pa- as per usual, we are doing a roundtable. Each of us will discuss our 10, 9, 8, 7 countdown style. If a title comes up higher in someone else's list, like if, for example, I say Emily in Paris in number 10 and then Ramon says, that's higher ten. on my list, then uh-huh. we will defer to Ramon when it comes yeah. up on his list. And please, no, no complaints. Now, why wasn't industry part of this list? Only shows that were released in 2021 will be discussed in this episode. Although I did like industry, thank you. But there are some shows kasi that, for example, were in the UK before they found like uh, an American distribu- mm. oh, distributor. So for example, like last year, I already brought up Gangs of London. Yeah. And it's, it's in many lists this year because it only just came to, I think, AMC+. Plus. The world revolves around America, pardon naman, so... Oh. <laughs> wow. Yan ang pull quote oh, okay. natin for this episode, Quark, ah. <laughs> Oo nga, totoo. Okay. So, should we, ano? Let's start. start. Let the games begin. Tradition dictates that I start. And my number 10, I don't know if it's recency bias because I just finished watching this show, but I did start this around November. Number 10 is Yellow Jackets. See my my you know <laughs> my prophecy already fulfilled. <laughs> that was gonna be my number ten, but I'm like I'm sure it's gonna be on else number ten. So yeah, yellow jackets. We've all seen it because no. Ramon was also texting us a few days ago. I'm not finished though. I'm, I'm like, not finished. Yeah, I finished yeah. seven. Because uh, yeah, I, I only recently started it. I think I'm like episode five. Okay. Guys, this will be non-spoilery, okay? Most of the, the titles, I feel like, we'll discuss in very high-level terms. But um, Yellow Jackets, uh, I, I don't know about you, but I, you, I, I noticed that a lot of themes this year centered on trauma. And Yellow Jackets, I think, really did well, especially in terms of, like, teenage female trauma, um, being stuck in the wilderness. I, I love the premise. I don't know why... No one has ever thought of, let's do a Lord of the Flies, but with all girls. Or alive, but all girls. The pilot episode grabbed me already by the, by the balls? No, by the breasts. We can always rely on her to be the, ano, ano, <laughs> to be the problematic one. By the fallopian tubes? By the breasts, siguro. <laughs> I don't whatever by the whatever you want now. By the body part. It's your but, body. <laughs> <laughs> there's cannibalism, there's survivalism, there's two timelines. It's like Lost slash Riverdale. <laughs> I, I remember Bianca Cork, you said that Bianca, your wife, mentioned it as Riverdale done right, and she is completely right. This is for there were so many teenage shows this year, and this one was what I really gravitated towards. It's dark. There's a little folk horror, but not too much. But it's the horror that's kind of grounded in reality, which which I really appreciate. Like it's not so much superficial, supernatural, but more of like trauma, processing trauma, psychosis. I guess the apparitions or the visions that you see if you're in such high stress, desperate situations. And I realize that I love Juliet Lewis so much. As an actress, I think she's growing up when I first saw her in Cape Fear, she was already phenomenal, always been typecast, but she plays this role so well. Now, the bitch, the, the strong ass woman, 
love it. And also my favorite soundtrack of the year. What happened to ano nga? Why, why, why did she disappear to Juliet Lewis? There weren't enough roles for her, I guess. And she was in a, well, uh, last year she was in that Mark Ruffalo miniseries. I don't know if you guys caught it. The one about the twins. Yeah, the, the twins. Uh, I know this much is true on HBO. She was there. I see her pop up every now and then, but yeah, parang no major, major roles in a while. And didn't she concentrate on her music career? She has a band. Oh, yeah. Juliet and the something. something, something. What, what did you think of Yellow Jackets, Ramon? What, what are you thinking? Um, It's in my late teens in terms of the ranking. It's in top 20, siya, but I'm not yet fully finished because... But I was surprised at how actually it feels very networky, which is not it is networky. Uh, a, yeah, it's not that big a surprise because Showtime is more mm. net leans more networky than the other like premium cable stuff like uh, HBO, no. So and I'm a, maybe I'm a little still worn out uh, teen shows, but I guess I'm not as bullish on it. I'm really enjoying it so far. It's very I'm enjoying also the soundtrack of the 90s yeah. material. I, I love talaga like si Sammy the young the younger the Misty. Ah. Grabe, grabe yung younger Misty and younger Nat. How they work with their older actors yeah. is, is kind of unnerving. I love young Nat, Sophie Thatcher. <laughs> oh. Where have we seen her? She looks so familiar. Exorcist yun dati but the TV show si, siya si Reagan but I, I haven't seen it either. Of course I just more recently, I know she's been cast in you know, Boba Fett. Mm. She registered her voice to match Julie no? And the hair, hairdo may have been another Mallory, Mallory Knox. Mallory Knox, but mm-hmm. uh, so natural yeah. born killers. Born. <laughs> mm, you're right. Yeah, I got hair. Christina Ricci and the no. But I I will say no, I'm I'm having more fun actually with them as adults than the yeah. Than the sound, sure. than the survival parts. Because I just, the uh, uh, electric ng scenes with ano eh, Christina Ricci and, and Juliet Lewis together. <laughs> and I, 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 yeah, I love Melanie Linsky also, but parang her so far her plot hasn't been as interesting. See, ano talaga ano, like like those two. Eh? So even Christina Ricci kind of like disappeared. So I, did, I think I, I yeah. feel you on that. Na parang oh my god, these two, they're back. It's Wednesday Adams and it's Mallory from Natural Born Killers. And I think the the soundtrack to your point, Mel, was what brought me in. Yun nga yung mga Portishead, my Republica. Eh. Pero yeah, star pa. There's a even mother mother like really weird choices and. The, you know, kind of cool, um, the scorer is Anna Waronker from yeah. That Dog. That Dog. Um, oh, and wow. you can kind of see it. Right? So That Dog is uh-huh. all about voicing. And it's all the, the parang different voicing. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, this is so much fun. Karen Kusama, of course, is the, the pilot director from mm-hmm. Girl Pride. So parang, and executive uh, producer. Too. Yeah, the best of the 90s are here. Um <laughs> But but yun nga, parang, um I think it might have and this is my guess seven episodes in I I thought it was going to be a one season thing of course it's not it's it's not right and then yeah. it's got, probably gonna have the killing problem where it's like parang and ng subplots I can't why wasn't this brought up earlier I'm super you know? scared of that because yeah. the showrunners gave an interview and then they said they pitched it to Showtime as a multi season arc. 
Mm-hmm. But then they also see different subplots from like flash forwards in the middle, free uh, flashes. So parang, I don't want it to go the lost way where there's so many seasons and so many timelines. Just end it after the third season. I'm done. That I, I, I don't I, see I, this I, I, going. I mean, this is us. I, I've never. I don't. I didn't go past the first yeah. episode of This Is Us. Mm. <laughs> but there's <laughs> a timeline. Yan, eh. <laughs> And you know, so yeah, so that's so finally cute, cute. Sorry, and I don't know. Is she underage? I don't even know. But no, she's why are you going to so approach her? No, no, no. It's, I, I, it would be weird <laughs> saying this high school girl is under. So she's twenty one. See young, ano? See young Sophie Claudia. <laughs> oh wait, I see. See young Shauna, pala. Young Shauna. Um, oh. yeah. Yeah, I I know. If you're a horror fan, if you're like uh, a fan, nineties girl ano, fan. Yeah. Uh, then this is going to employ all the '90s actresses yet again. I, I welcome, I welcome everyone's comebacks next season. Yes, Yellow Jackets. How about you, Ramon? What's your number ten? Oh, my number ten is probably something you guys don't watch, but it's the Great season two, <laughs> which j- just got renewed for season three. Did it live up? Well, you remember the great was the great was your number two, no no no. Yeah. But the great was your number two last two. year. The yeah. was number one. So and then it was yeah, my number both, two. Both you and I, Mel. I think I at least finished season one. I don't think you did. Did you finish season one? No, I stopped Mel? at six. Yeah. So, but I wasn't. I was like, I don't know. Maybe I'll get to season two if I can. But I wasn't sure if it would hold up. So, does it not disappoint? Well, sa akin, I mean, obviously it's down in the rankings, no, in terms of, ano, but there are other kasi really great shows this year. But this year, I, honestly, I thought it would take a dip. And it, its only dip, in a way, is it kind of sidelines um, this these two characters that I like, but also because they introduce some new characters. Eh? Like, um, her mother arrives this season, which is who is played by Gillian Anderson, and she has a a few episodes uh, that are really good and then they finally also show the dad of Peter also named Peter and he's played by Jason Isaacs and also amazing oh. tapos ako I thought it would be tricky but what's nice kasi is the, since you guys didn't finish it no, and I don't really entirely want to spoil but there's an extreme status quo change at the end of one so two is about that and the ramifications of that, and then the consequences of that. But what really kept me going was... But I will admit, it's not the easiest show to binge, because it's a one hour, and then it can be flowery, I understand that. But the thing that kept me going was, it's still so good at being like... In episode one, for example, of season two, it's very funny, 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 and then right at the end, like a dagger, suddenly something super sad and emotional. It's like, whoa. And it's like, I, I love those whiplash moments. Eh. And then later on, there's another sort of parang science convention. And then that's um, more like serious, 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 serious. And then suddenly something super funny and absurd happens. So I, I still love that Tony McNamara style of um, just being able to flip the switch on the tone very quickly. And also along with Dickinson, which is out of the top 10, but... These modernist period pieces na do not feel that they need to adhere to accuracy or or a certain more 
cl clinical and stead style it's it's just been very interesting and also usually have been featuring uh, uh women characters i just wish that episodes were shorter that was my my big um nitpick from the first season gets good there were a couple of episodes that i would actually watch in halves mm. nice they're great on hulu my number 10 for the man who says he's sick of marvel <laughs> has two Marvel shows in it's up then and number 10 is a no um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier which we've talked about so we don't have to talk about so much but I don't know I just, just found it a um, nice kind of like buddy cop show um, I, I loved both Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie and I thought it kind of like was one of those shows where you could just watch that show and not have to like the reference so many other shows um and i know i i loved the the villains uh john walker um carly morgenthau i thought they were they were um pretty good villains um and you know espionage um and i think you know kind of like i, I know a lot of people uh thought they didn't stick the landing there are some issues someone but i i found myself like very my my heart was very warmed by the end of uh, no, um, uh, of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And of course, ano, yun nga, diba? the, the question of does uh, Falcon deserve the shield? Um, you couldn't really just answer that off the bat in Endgame. So, um, yeah, does he? Does he not? I don't know. I don't want to spoil it, but uh, at least that, <laughs> that's <June>. explored. <laughs> at least that's explored in this show, yeah. <laughs> This is actually my favorite among the MCU releases on Disney Plus. Mm. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Diba? For some reason, parang it's already a little underrated. I feel because <laughs> it's the most it's the most straightforward traditional yeah. of the ano, yeah. of the four five five. There's mm. nothing supernatural. There's no one has real superpowers. It, you know, it's very grounded. It's more of a political thriller. It just. Yeah. Not as fantastical as the other shows. Which is what the the Captain America series is all about, Naman. Yeah, yep. Okay, number nine. Number nine for me is OTJ, The Missing Eight. Yeah, that's my number one. Joke lang. <laughs> <laughs> but... Wow, wow, okay. So, so you is it, wait, it, is it, is it anyone on anyone's list? No, I can't. But it just dropped. Yeah. Uh, no, it just dropped on um, HBO in the states. It is. It's out now. Yeah. Yes. I'm not uh, sure. Kung whole season. Why ano ba producer ka? I know. No, everyone's asking me. Then I check. Then wala. So okay. <laughs> At least now there are no. I literally just got a text. Some some from Army saying Stacy said this this this. So that's probably it. So, yeah. Okay. Wait, is it on your list, Quark? I, I didn't hear. I, parang, parang weird. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> right. Uh-uh. It's like, you know, patting your own shoulder, I guess. But we, we've devoted an episode, two episodes pala on OTJ, one with Eric and one with the cast. Um, so maybe no need to go into specifics. Uh, but I really love this slow burn representation from the Philippines. It's so good. And... My parents, who hardly watch uh, these types of shows, were glued to mm. all episodes. They even watched the first, um, the first series, not series, but the movie, the prequel. And it's even if it's tonally different, the slow burn of it all, the journalistic 
procedural of it all for OTJ the Missing Eight. It's just enough for everyone of all palettes to discover and enjoy. And and John Arcelia's performance really was very deserving of the Volpi Cup. I do have a nitpick, and we didn't tell Eric this. I really did not like the the fast cut montage of of buying split screens, social media chatter, headlines. I felt that Eric didn't have to go that way. And I know that um, Michiko felt the same way. So I'm with you in that. Did you hear that, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the female perspective. <laughs> and Jay, and Mr. Editor of the series. And some people also have you know, with the Facebook the FB Life, yung, yung basically yung nag save the day. Uh, wait, was that a spoiler? That may have been a spoiler. That might have uh, been a spoiler. <laughs> well, yeah. here comes BTS. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but thank you. Yay. Yeah. No, it's it, it really was kind of like breathtaking and watching, watching something like that. So, And I hope to see more. I hope there's another season for OTJ. Something for of this sure. caliber was really... At par or on par with with other things that came out of this this region, and then I think uh, uh, Eric is will be working for HBO for the foreseeable future. He has an coming up uh, call my agent, and then um, well, I I think he's developing one or two other shows. So uh, that's great. And on the job is definitely HBO is better is the best place for these auteurs. Yes. All right. Let's talk to Michaela Cole. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number nine? I forgot to start uh, with uh, a caveat, though. Wala akong tie this year. Wow! Or e- wow. Wala akong tie even last year kayo. Katalaga, sampanin ko kayo. <laughs> Pero, ang, ang sasabihin ko lang is, this year, because we're doing a specific um, music music documentary episode, wala akong ano. I didn't put the uh, music documentary stuff on this okay. list. So my number nine, I'm also guessing is not on you guys, is Attack on Titan Final Season Part 1. <laughs> it's so, in my top 20. Okay. But yeah, not so, in my... Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we went into it naman at length no? uh, when, we d- when we did that, even though I got uh, blindsided by it being a fucking first half. <laughs> but I remember mentioning that fi- this final season is where... Attack on Titan became like not just uh, a great fun anime show you could recommend to fans. It became worthy of like academic study na, na mm-hmm. because they completely changed not just the status quo but the perspective of the storytelling, which was so bold a move and has really paid off well. And I'm not I'm still waiting for for the second half to conclude. So I haven't started this second half, but yeah, it was still. I remember just going through what I watched this year, and I remember still that hammer blow of like dropping into that final season out of all this other stuff. And it's like, wow, this is like, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we already made our money. We're going out the way we want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's good. And I think that the new, I oh, know, just started, Tamaba. Yeah. The, the, the uh, final the second final. half of yeah. the yeah, final season. <laughs> I think we're four, three or four episodes in. Great. My number nine was not in my list last year, but I think the the first season was actually better, but still great. Second season, how to John Wilson. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, it's in my in my honorable mentions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's it's just continues to be a, a great show, a super irreverent kind of crazy TV show, and I think parang may arc siya na may money na siya, eh, di ba? So <laughs> buying the really apartment. Buy? You think he really yeah. bought that? He I bought think it. He did. Yeah. Why would he you use lie? HBO money? Well, I because yeah. sometimes these reality shows. No, but they I mean just him. Use it like, as a device. He, he's been so ano, eh, forthright and honest about everything. Right. So wala yeah. doubt there. I'm sure HBO paid for it. Hindi. Are you a building like that costs how much? Come on. No, he's given a budget, but that's he's given a budget, but that's his discretion. Now it's not like Shempre all the money in a way comes from HBO, but it's not like HBO is like because if they bought it, then they own the building. It's not John's. So when you you do the reimbursements, he HBO will say a five million dollars went to the purchase of, of this block in uh, Brooklyn. No, parang parang Louis yan eh, diba? I'm sure ano yan eh, parang oh, basta, I'll, I'll deliver it for you guys. Yeah. thirty thousand in. Ayan, Wala yan sa expense account, uh, sa expense report. Diyo kasi na yung ganon lang blank check. Mm. Wow. <laughs> It's, it's not a blank, blank check. check. It's like basically fit the show into yeah. X amount of money. And, diba? Parang, it's, so it's, like it's like Soderbergh's deal. Yeah. Na, or or, na parang, or Louis C.K. Nga. Sorry, I keep bringing yeah, up oh, that name. But... <laughs> na parang, here's the budget. Ikaw na bahala what you spend it on. Parang ganon. Yeah. So, and then, and then of course, the car. He buys the car. That, I'm not sure if he... I don't um, And I love that, that episode, the parking episode. Um, For those yeah. who... Are just listening to us now. Um, how to be John Wilson is basically just this dude with a the DSLR and kind of like talking about random stuff and shooting weird shit on the street. I I I think I heard his voice in a bookstore in San Francisco. He Shut was shooting. Up. I, I was like, is that him? But um, and then he was making the the sales clerk do a weird thing. So. Could be him, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 just insane. No, until and then he kind of like goes on tangents and mm-hmm. uh, and it's never and judgmental. That's the important yeah. thing, I think. Yeah, I love it. Especially like it actually made me want to try the energy drink of that guy. It's the wine episode where he was like, "Ang wild that how that went from how to you know figure out wine and then this energy drink empire." And then he just and goes then, to the guy's house, the bad the guy just throws him yeah. around. Yeah, wedding anniversary nila. <laughs> yeah, and then also mm-hmm. the ano his uh, his his personal connection to the Nixium cult. Pucha, ganda yeah, nun. ganda nun. Oh like, my wow, god, it's a crossover with my other yeah. show I mean, from last year. <laughs> it's like it's so funny, pa, because the the big surprise was already the fact that oh my god, he was in a cappella group, but he oh, almost super. got sex cult. <laughs> 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 and night court. Yeah. <laughs> Nagulat ako na regular siya sa night court. What? With Judge yeah. Judy. Super strange Tapos guy. And then, <laughs> but my favorite thing, one of the, my most pleasant surprises of the TV year was that if you guys are looking at the credits, did you notice who he got in his writing room for season two? Who? Susan Orlean. What? Oh, shit. <laughs> Grabe, di ba? Like, novelist? She's a novelist, she, but she's a non-fiction writer. See, I know. Oh, well, the book author. The Orchid Thief. Oh. Yeah. And then, but I read kasi the article and then they were talking about how it happened. And it was one of those things na he was describing, you know, the, that sort of, and it super makes sense because eh, if you're an Orlean fan, that kind of free-flowing, sometimes going off on digressions and tangents, it's very Susan Orleanish. So when they were talking about getting other writers 
um, he just brought up Susan Orlean a lot. And then someone, I think at HBO, just said, why not we just ask Susan Orlean? And then they thought, you know, it's one of those things that they think would never happen because of her reputation <laughs> and stature. But then they reached out to her and she was like, yeah, sure. I love it. You know, That's I'm in so New York. fucking awesome. <laughs> I still think this is the cheapest show that HBO has ever produced. Yeah, that's it, yeah, it probably is. Oh. So much is ano, just found, uh, found footage basically. Pero yun nga, paano yung release documents niya for all these people. Yeah, that's that's what freaks me out. all these people, all these faces. Parang I don't, I don't know. I really not watching. Because this, there's a link I put on the group where he's interviewed <laughs> by Jimmy Kimmel. Mm. And he, there's like an army pala of people with cameras. It's not all him. Oh. So he just, so kunyari, one time he said, parang, I need parang sunset shots of like the, the, the of, of banks, diba? Yung mga banks of water, ganon. Tapos nagkagulo daw kasi the cameraman started sending, instead of like shorelines, it was like the fr- facades of banks during sunset. So suddenly he has all this footage, beautiful footage. <laughs> Of ba- of the front of banks, <laughs> but you know it's so those happy accidents now. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's those happy accidents nga na he finds like connections with things like. But there's like there's a in the show there's a shot a montage of all the um tangled up electrical wires in New York. So that's one of those things na he assigns them. Na parang you know whenever you find like these things, um, make sure you get the footage and then we're gonna put it somewhere. Galing. <laughs> Still good. So watch it. Okay, number eight. Number eight. I don't know if you guys have seen this because you, you didn't talk about it ever, but my number eight is only murders in the building. It's higher sakin. Ah, then uh-huh. I shall defer to the great <laughs> That was yeah, that was like my one of the four that could have been number ten. <laughs> so okay. Uh what's your number eight, Ramon? My number eight is reservation dogs. That not was one of the mine. four that could have been in my top ten. <laughs> but it, so it's not it's not higher. <laughs> no, it's than not. It's not. It's no. Not. So, um, ayan, so Reservation Dogs, which is one of those shows, na really my only interest in it from the beginning was that it was you know one of Taika's um, productions. After you know what we do in the shadows did very very well for FX, they were like, "See, so yeah, keep making shows for us." And then he was like, "Okay, here's one," and it's about these kids on a reservation, and you just never really see these kinds of stories told especially from these perspectives and also it's as mel mentioned it's also a sort of about trauma but it's also got a lot of wonderful done-in-one standalone episodes but also the cast of kids that they found is so good and it's heartwarming one of them looks like stacy basquan by the way and a good yeah thank you one oh thank you <laughs> anyway <laughs> And yeah, it's some. It's not. It's so nice to see, even like the cop who we've seen in like he got that special uh, solo episode of Westworld. But he's an actor now. We see in Fargo. Parang, yeah, because it was always like yeah. they only had like a rolodex of like five people who were Native American <laughs> actors. And he's in so like, He's in Hawkeye also. He's the dad. Yeah, of, he, yes, he was the in dad Hawkeye. of Maya. So parang it's nice to see na, them getting to do you know more substantial, but also like just straight up comedy roles diba parang it's not something that you see always almost always related to some kind of sadness and it is still here but it's just nice to see them being able to flex and it's very yeah i, I, I really enjoyed it i wanted to love this show more 
but yeah, it I, just I agree, short. Mel. Uh, well, no, you know what? This is my overarching theory about the top 10 of critics this year. Because the Reservation Dogs is usually in the top two or the top three. Oh my gosh. Right? Top in, five, in yeah. Across diba? the board. I, I feel that that and that other show that shows the other up show. The, uh, yeah, are both like white guilt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, yeah. Just Maybe. products of white guilt. I mean, no, both. I mean... I don't think any of us have White Lotus on our top 10. Do, do any of us have White Lotus? That's Ramon's no. number Drop one. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay, 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 okay. So, so, so I'm a puri, is that what you're saying? <laughs> a puri. <laughs> a, a guilty puri. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no, no, because, I mean, no, so, yun nga, parang palagi na siya nasa top 3, diba? Yung dalawang yan. So I'm like, oh man, now, what am I missing out on? And then you watch it, and like, no, it's good. Uh, but <laughs> no, parang how did this become number one? Not not as forgiving as as on White Lotus, but yon. I think I think a lot of it has to do with yun ngayon. Parang kasi nasa reservation, American Native Americans, mga ganon. So in yung guess ko ah, sa mga sa critical landscape. Ah, uh, sa akin. <laughs> I hope I hope White Lotus is not in your top three. <laughs> It's just where we draw the line there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guilty ba? Guilty, guilty ba yung reservation dogs? Good thing. No, yung gusto ko talaga is ano. Oo. No, I mean, it was gonna be my number 10 also. So, you know. But but nagun, I, I think what Mel is trying to say is basically na parang, parang it's it's just that let down. They think it's gonna be like the greatest thing. The overhyped then, siya basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Definitely. Definitely overhyped. By the mm. pooties. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. Because also, I'm so used to like high concept sitcoms. It's still a comedy, a high concept comedy right now. And Reservation Dogs is kind of shot like a 90s indie movie. Yeah. It reminds me of ano, Smoke Signals. Remember that movie? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Para, para ganun nga, para 90s indie film nga. Yeah. Pero ang ganda ng ano eh, ang ganda ng parang the Anomi. Nux, sorry to get all ano. Pero. <laughs> You know what I mean? Parang, parang margin, already you're marginalized, but also this like feeling that what is their future Mm-mm. left to them? One of the things they deal with is like, wala pag-asa dito sa small hick town na to, even though it's not, you know, quite a hick town. But because there's no future in stealing copper wires. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, that's why one of the things I really loved about it. Nice. My number eight. The underground, speaking of Puri guilt, <laughs> the underground wow. railroad. <laughs> That's higher, it's, it's higher in my higher, higher, yeah. higher. It's higher, higher. Yes. Okay, that's again. Let's move on to the next Puri guilt. <laughs> <laughs> so, one in seven more, Mel? Seven, my seven. Well, I was torn because I know we're doing a separate show on music talks, like what Ramon said earlier, but I could not help but put this <laughs> on my list, number seven. And by the way, because Quark said we weren't going to rank anything in that episode. So, yeah, but it's there. I mean, it's in my. Yeah. We're gonna discuss it, parang gano. But so there was there was a gamut of music documentaries this year, but this is my favorite in terms of series. It's Watch the Sound with Mark Ronson, and I talked about this at length in a previous episode. But it, with me, with you, wait, what episode was that? I don't know, but we well, both loved it. Quark, we, no? Maybe. Uh-oh. Yeah, well, not, uh, I know, but you did we didn't mention it also in you know, um in another of our episodes. But yeah, great show. 
No, yeah, because we were trying to figure out this accent. <laughs> That's what I remember about that conversation. Yeah. Where were you raised, man? Imagine I love okay Mark Ronson watching this and all his Ay. his press tour. Not gonna lie, NGL. Oh, okay, okay. love siya. His yeah. brain especially. But mm. I love how this. You know how mu- most music talks are always about talking about the past, history, blah blah. But I love how watch the sound is using the past as like something to create new things in the present. And this is essentially what the show is about. It's the art of being a producer, making stuff with artists, and just geeking around about how this sound that is so popular now was steeped in history. It's it just geekery. Music geekery. Everybody loves him. Everybody kind of trusts him. So they're so at, at ease. And he's a great listener. And I know mm-hmm. I mentioned this before, that because he's a producer, his training is to listen to his artists. So he knows what to ask and what to take away from them. Oh, so. Advocacy, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you know, they, they actually make a song at the end of every episode. Mm. Using mm. The, the specific tool or thing that they were just discussing. But yeah, same. I do love that show. We wa- I watched the whole thing as soon as it dropped. And then I've seen it one more time since then because it's just very satisfying learning about the stuff and it's done in a cool not boring manner they go to these weird places talk to certain people there's history lessons and yeah would it have been in your list do you think maybe not top 10 but probably top 20 i think it's one of my favorite things on apple definitely a highlight on apple and your number seven is uh well it's only murders <laughs> so not not too high up no man let's go bro to, to drop it from mel but if it's not on anyone's list then yeah only murders in the building was such a surprise for me because i love i mean i i genuinely love no man steve martin and martin short but i don't expect a show from them to crack my top 10 you know what i mean I and really this thought, late in their careers yeah i really thought it would be you know cute but Probably corny, but what's amazing kasi is they gave the writing reins over to a much younger crew. Even though they have their ideas and co-created with Steve Martin, diba? but the majority, the most of the episodes were written by younger writers. And then, see, si Jamie Babbitt ba? is the main director, tama Who is the um, main director of Flight of Concords and you know other stuff oh. like the Muppets movies. So, mm. the modern Muppets movies, uh, yung Jason Siegel. So, parang... I can see the stylistic choices. Yeah, so even though I was, I didn't watch it as it came out, but I, I remember noticing, uh, wow, the critics really love this more than I expected it to, and it's a massive hit for Hulu, and they're already shooting the second season. But it's just, I was so delighted with how genuinely funny it is. It had me cracking up a lot, especially with a certain freezer. And then, <laughs> and then it's also would deploy these, you know, even in the first episode, like, cool ako, like, oh, wow, there's, like, some sadness bombs. Parang ganun, eh. Tapos, like, and it's like, yeah, because it also uses your love of these icons so that when, you know, when Steve Martin or Martin Short are contemplating the end of their lives or being closer to the end of their lives in the beginning, it hits you in a certain way, diba? And also, um, as much as I am pleasantly surprised by Selena Gomez's music. I'm actually surprised also that, oh, not bad because like, I think the, la- the only thing I've seen her in besides this was a brief appearance in Jim Jarmusch's zombie movie. You know what? I find Selena Gomez annoying. 
<laughs> Musically or no, 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 I love no, I love her music. Magaling yung music. May parang weird thing lang yung voice niya. She sounds like an old woman. And then still, people find her cute. Parang she's like a baby faced. I don't. I don't want to sound ages, so I will shut up. Huh? Ages? Uh, why, why? That's not, not what we were going to say, yeah. Yeah, it's like the like a scrunched up baby no, face. Be, no, because you're saying, uh, are people going to find it age, uh, uh, find her cute? Ako naman, I felt, oh, ito na ha. I, I, she looks so, she, she looks old. Nagulit lang ako. I, I don't I know how old say, she is now. No, even at that the, no, meme of her crying, parang I've always found her like little, uh, like, ano, parang siyang, I don't know, yung parang, yung... Sa, what's that? Don't don't look now. <laughs> Parang yung killer killer ano killer little person. <laughs> Parang she always reminds me of that. I don't know. It's just like <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> killer little person. Wow, that was politically correct. <laughs> that was politically killer correct, right? <laughs> I was going to say I don't know. Parang siyang chucky. I don't know. I don't. I just I just don't know how people gets. Are like, I was gonna so say hot. she looks like one of those old dolls from our youth. Na. When you Prom- bend it over, yeah, it'll, yeah, sense. it'll it say does, something. The eyelids open up. Yeah. <laughs> and parang if you push the stomach of that doll, that's also sort of what she sounds like a bit. Ako naman. Oh. oh, go, no, no, go. Go, go. <laughs> no, and then parang ano, for, oh for gosh, a character. Oh my Selena Gomez fans are gonna come at she, us. No, the I love her music. Yeah, I love her music. Yeah, I play her that's music so in my sets all I, the time. So much better than I expected it to be. <laughs> <laughs> but... But ano, yung parang ano eh, di ba? Ang, ang deep ng character, siya yung may parang childhood drama. Siya yung parang drama. may ano kay... Basta, she has connections to the victim and uh, to the building. and Basta, there's a lot going on in, in her character. And she's the but, smart one. She's the one that figures a lot of this stuff out. Yeah, yeah. and then But, but she's always like playing it like this, trying to be door, trying to be uh, Aubrey Plaza type. I don't know. But for me, she was kind of like the weak link in the show. Uh, but I did love the show. Go Brazos. Pero gets ko rin na parang necessary foil siya eh, di ba? Parang it has to be a different energy from the two seniors. But um, that's why actually there was a campaign actually to have the three of them host the Oscars this year. And I'm actually sort oh, of on not? board with that. Why not? Yeah, it would be great, uh, I think. The, that energy you. and that dynamic, I think, would play well. The other, the other campaign that I'm very much for is to get Matt Berry to host the Oscars. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and pero sana with the, just doing that voice from ano, as Laszlo, diba? But um, <laughs> one of the things I wanted to say with Only Murders in the Building is it's genuinely such a good mystery. Yeah. Like, I, it really felt like uh, the kind of thrills I would get from Veronica Mars at its best. Mm. And then, mm. parang I had missed that. Na parang, oh, it's not like sort of cheesy pandering teasing of mysteries. It was like, oh, this this works. It's developed. And then, I remember also like just being so. Even first episode, I was already surprised by how much I liked it, how good it was. But I remember definitely point of no return, definite top ten. To was like when you see that. Oh my god, they're doing a whole episode no walang dialogue. Yes, like, the wow. the, quiet, the silence. Yeah, mm. I was like. Man, that's like, yun yeah, brass balls. <laughs> you know, what's it? Remember that show with Jason Schwartzman and the no? Bored um, to Death. Yeah, that, that reminds me a lot. I mean, that show made me love and miss New York so much. And this this show also, parang kind of like. This, is, this show is definitely uh, a love letter, Nora Ephron style, to old, old New York. 
Yeah. But apart from what Ramon mm. already said, uh, I, I for me, why I love it also so much is it's like a vanity project done right. Steve Martin started tweeting about the show, I think, two years ago. I follow him on Twitter. There was a little fanfare, but all I knew was Martin Short and Steve were going to do something together again, apart from their usual comedy special. So this was already on my radar. And it did not disappoint at all. What I... L- what I really appreciated also is it's a fine return to form for physical comedy, which I yes. is not present in modern or postmodern sitcoms anymore or shows. And these guys are top-tier physical comedians from the 80s to the 90s. And I'm glad that their game is out for all the youngins to see. Now, this is how it's done. But I also love how it uh, sort of sends up the, the true crime genre. But it's such a good parody, right? Yeah, but also while enforcing culture. what makes those those shows very addicting and, and compelling. I love uh, anything right now that has a podcast as a reference love, because of our trade. The fan episode. <laughs> the fan playing, episode. Playing, you know, playing you know, Sarah Koenig. Yeah. <laughs> Excited for what season two is going yeah. to give us. Especially with, you know... Shirley MacLaine and Cara Delevingne is the are the two new additions oh, nice. to the cast. Okay, my number seven. Um, I did not see on any list, and it's probably not on any of your lists. Um, which is kind of sad because I was really into this show. Did you guys see Q into the storm? Oh yeah, uh, I did. No, no, I haven't watched it, but I, I, I've seen uh, all of it. I've seen floating it around. Yeah. So I think, you know, well, okay, uh, long story short, Q Into the Storm is basically uh, a documentary series that kind of delves into QAnon, right? and, and mm-hmm. kind of uh, examines it and, and investigates who Q is. Um, number one, they actually do reveal who Q is in the end. Um, and I didn't think they and were. where he so is. Like, <laughs> 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 and, then, and then number Guess two. Guess where he is. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Number two, like half of the fucking thing is in the Philippines. Like He's in your neighborhood land. wildflower, guys. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm, what the hell? That was annoying. So I guess iba yung tama <laughs> sa, sa akin, di ba? As, as, you know, someone who's basically experiencing all that traffic every day. And there's this one thing, one of the cliffhangers, the guy who fa- founded 4chan, um, is ano, had a arrest warrant na. So, sinabihan siya ng lawyer niya na parang, they're gonna get you. So, parang si Frederick Brennan, who's a good guy, uh, ano, 8chan creator, um, parang ano, parang has to now book a flight and go to the airport. And then he goes to the airport and it's like, sir, this is in Terminal 3, that Terminal 1. And I don't think any American watching that can understand the chill that was sent up my spine. In, in the, everywhere else, it's all the trigger of a war. These yeah, these terminals, but <laughs> trauma din yan, trauma. <laughs> so galing eh, na, no. Tapos, uh, but I mean, it, and I'm surprised it goes all the way to the because this came out Feb, I think, or March. Early, uh, definitely it, quarter yeah, one of last year, and it went to I know it ended with the Capitol attack. So hmm. parang they were kind of like I know making it as. As they were releasing it, no? so um, it's it's a really cool look into, I guess, the the mania that that Americans have had about, I know about 
what's going on in in the world diba? and um and a lot of these people who are kind of like um capitalizing on it diba? and and yun nga parang uh and how uh third certain third world countries are are now the home diba? or are now the sanctuary of these horrible people diba? so but my bride uh, I, I guess, man Yeah, I guess literally it, it close to home, right? Yeah, <laughs> fuck. Grabe talaga. So, you know he kept a tab in Cafe Havana. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> And he's, dec- he's decimated that it's gone. <laughs> Yelling. But he's not, ano, well, ano, basta, it, it, Q is not one person. So, Mm-mm. ano, Mm-mm. so. <laughs> you, Q does so not mean not... Quark or <laughs> Quentin. Whoa, whoa. Quentin. Or Quentin. <laughs> Quentin. Uh, Okay, so that's my number seven. What's your number six? Number six, I know you guys didn't watch this, but <laughs> I advocate this in our Facebook group so much. And thank you also to Mignac and um, Vince, Vinny, who who pushed me to watch this. It's For All Mankind on Apple+. Plus. Yay! I really wanted to somehow sneak it in, but I realized like, oh, 20 episodes to Because <laughs> I haven't started at all. So I was like, oh no, I can't do 20 hours. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and I talked about this in previously in a yeah. one of our episodes last year. Um, yeah, I, I, I for me it represents a traditional family drama that has a shot of adrenaline of of twenties two thousands adrenaline. Um, I know you have you guys haven't seen it. The first season was a slog, but the second season of this it's an alternate history space drama. Pretty much is leaps and bounds. So. So, so much better than the first season. And uh, it just culminates. All this drama, all this family drama, all these subplots culminate. And for me, one of the best episodes of the year. It's just exciting, heartbreaking, and amaze balls balls out also decision-making in terms of plot wrap-up and also forwarding it to the next season. Just really good stuff. I think it's Apple's best show to date so please watch it it's guys. been renewed no yeah uh two more seasons i think oh, good. Ah, okay so my definite ending show. yeah yeah they they plotted it now when it's gonna end okay nice cool number six ramon uh my number six is mare of easttown okay it's higher in mine not oh, not so. in mine but go it's in my shortlist so yeah so defer yeah defer yeah. So what's your six quark? Number six is ano, WandaVision. It's higher on mine. <laughs> okay, great. Okay. Sige. Um, Moving along. Yeah. What's your number five, Mel? Number five, the Underground Railroad. Higher on mine. Grab it, Ramon. Sige na nga. Oh, go. Number five. Ito, ito, matutuwa ka. My number five is Starstruck. Oh my gosh! Oh, wow. Thank you, Ramon. It's okay, in my so, shortlist. I love so was, Starstruck. So yeah, Starstruck is was on my list for a long time. And thankfully, when I was like trying to cram as many TV shows before this episode as I could, I realized, oh, three hours lang to, So I watched it. And yeah, it's super solid and super consistently good. Like there are some shows that... I'm sure are on your list are not on my list just because in terms of like I need because basically every episode to be good or it drags down the average and Starstruck does not have a weak moment mm-hmm. and that's that's a benefit also I mean that's an advantage of having only six half hour episodes but uh, as Mel mentioned when she first talked about it 
last year. It's just super charming. Quark, you would absolutely love this because it's super Wait, rom-com. Wait, this is the one siya. about the, no, right? The, the artist the who falls in love with a normal girl. Kind of yeah, like Notting Hill. It's not... Uh, oh, ah, wait, but this is a K-drama? No. No, no, no it's, it's British. Okay. British, <laughs> pero created and starring and written by a New Zealand comedian. It's Rose, so funny. It's Rose also where, so where is it on? It's on HBO Max. Okay. I will watch and it. And then, yeah, so it's just very charming and genuinely funny and moving and the fights are real. Mm-hmm. Tapos, but also there are like these lovely stylistic flourishes like this amazing one of my favorite uh, like musical sequences the night after she gets laid and then she parang this isn't parang, uh, that's not a spoiler guys no, no, yeah like it's like it's like first, episode yeah yeah first beginning of episode two lang yan. and then uh and then pero she basically high fives everyone in london as she walks home <laughs> it's so charming that. and funny and then either even even these small things like mini driver is there for like one scene in the entire season but she kills it and then uh, I also love the the roommate who is also a comedian playing uh, the Reese uh, Ifans role. Sort of, no, not Reese. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Reese in Ifans, Notting yeah. Hill. But yeah, anyway, I was just super charmed, and uh, yeah, it swept me off my feet. Charot. Traditional <laughs> rom com, but like, yeah, I will watch it. Amazing. Yeah. Why would you think it, I would it, be into rom coms? <laughs> huh? Why would you think I'd be into rom coms? <laughs> Research. Wow, alternate universe. It actually sort of reminds me. This is a kind of show na sort of reminds me then of like train wreck na um you know not your typical rom com lead. Pero mm-hmm. siya yung mm-hmm. parang showrunner kumbaga. Yeah. And uh yeah. So very but less crude than than train wreck. Yeah, you should be done with it in three hours, no? It's okay. Yeah. yeah two and a half actually. So it's no secret to you guys and our listeners that I've been consuming a lot of Korean content in the last year. And a lot of that has been through VIEW. And to get access to the full library in HD and no ads, you can get the premium subscription for as low as 29 pesos. I've only recently started checking out the dramas. One of those has been the K-drama Mouse, and it's been a really gripping crime show. One of the shows that I heard is similar is One Ordinary Day. A new view exclusive. It's about a college student played by Kim Soo-yeon who unexpectedly becomes the suspect of a murder. And they have View Originals. Still is their first Filipino musical narrative series. Starring the great Julie Ann San Jose, our good friend Christian Bautista, Gab Pangilinan, Between Escalante, one of my favorite actresses working today, Gabby Padilla, and more. And it's directed by Trev Monteras, who did Respeto. It's about a bunch of artists stuck in a music camp during the first months of the pandemic. I've been super looking forward to Queen's Song Hee Kyo's K-drama comeback, and it's here. It's called Now We Are Breaking Up. It's a Nuna office romance for the modern generation. We're giving away vouchers for premium subscriptions at our Facebook group. Thank you, View. So what's your five? My five is Squid Game. Higher. Okay. That's my right, number right. four. Okay. So okay. perfect. We're now at your number four. <laughs> I know, but it's yeah. higher in Ramones. Yeah. Oh. And, mm. and uh, my number four is WandaVision. Oh, then All right. let's talk about WandaVision. Okay. So WandaVision is the only one that uh, 
sneaked into the top 10. Although I've enjoyed all of them to varying degrees, I still remember having the fact that it's the first and then having it be so different. I'm I'm just a part of it is just elation of like thinking of like a lot of uh, movie bros going, what is this? For three episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Mark Lavin, right? Can I just skip the two? No? I'll just skip the two episodes. Para can I just like, go straight to episode three? Motherfucker, can you just... <laughs> <laughs> but even amongst us, right? Medyo pretentious art film fans then. Even though we have, of course, our mainstream bona fides, but it was just so, right? Like, would you have ever expected this from a mainstream studio as their first offering? As their first, Even yeah. if it was... Yeah, so smart, supposed though. To be Super smart decision. Yeah. And it's just so... I, I I really appreciate how bold, how risk-takey it was. And then... And just the confidence of like, yeah, you know what? They're all gonna watch it. Let's just do this thing. And then, But it became... Ex- it was existentialist. It was about grief and about the things that you might lead yourself to do trying to process that grief there's and then it was meta it had a good mystery and then was the ha- I, I super enjoyed it and you and, forget uh, talaga how good and um, how good actors i mean how good yes of actors ano diba uh, both elizabeth, of them elizabeth and Olsen, paul bettany yeah. are uh-huh. so parang putang ina yan. yeah <laughs> and there was an interview i read mga 4 months ago lang ata na parang See Paul Bettany was saying how you know, parang what a gift though it was to him and Elizabeth. Because parang yun yah, parang as much as they enjoyed themselves, the man in the MCU, you're only given a handful of like scenes, and then sometimes you're like you know pretending something's in the air in front of you. But here, talagang super substantial what they can pull off, de And and in different modes, in different styles, pa, as an homage to the medium it's in. Yeah, and I'm also happy that it made such a breakout of um. Of Catherine Hahn. Uh, Who's getting her own show? Can you believe that? Yeah, so that's crazy. Yeah, and hello, so good. the, so the good. song? The song yeah. is nominated. Yeah. Which, which is a natural hit. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. It was Agatha all along nominated in the Emmys? Or? In a lot of the uh, award-giving yeah. bodies. So Grammys then, yeah. Grammys. Oh. Holy shit. Golden Globes. It. It, yeah, oh. it's everywhere. And it's the, I know, the, it's the Lopez S. It's uh, the Frozen film composers. I love it. Pinoy Pride yet again. <laughs> Can you imagine if the MCU kickstarted their TV era with Falcon? It would not have been as buzzy as starting off with WandaVision. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It would have been more familiar and comfortable. Uh, in a way, uh, that, that typical delay MCU. was. Yeah, that delay was mm. to their benefit. Yeah. Parang, wow, now they have something to offer. That's new. Yeah. <laughs> and but I know you have nitpicks over this show. Uh, just the, no, just the finale. The finale. But mm. yeah, I mean, yeah, it is the weakest uh, episode. Pero... But but still my favorite of the no of the Marvel shows. I I think just doing yeah, that. The as Ramon was saying, that whole meta thing. That's my annoyance. That's uh, that's my crack. Eh? <laughs> if you have yeah, your, fa- your favorite, why isn't on your list? Uh, uh no, it is. It's uh, ah, okay. I I said it was my number six. It was my number six. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So no. Ah, yeah, but, yeah, and, yeah, two, two, pala. yeah, yeah. And speaking of, ano, 
uh, the the one the show that's on the lowest on our list. I was fearing that this would be that it that it would be the lowest on my list. Um, it's Succession, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure it's higher on both of your lists. No. Uh, yes. No. Ako hindi. Uh, uh, higher na. Siya. Succession's not in your ten. Yeah. It's wow. in the 13 or 14. Grabe, it's standards ni Ramon. It's Grabe. Okay, explain. Talk about your decision, Nina. No. Oh. But then again, we've we've had so many episodes on succession though. So. Higher on mine. Yeah, okay. 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 So uh, is it number see. three for you? No. Higher pa. Not even. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay, okay. So what's your number okay. three, man? It's higher in yours. It's higher in Ramon's for sure. It's Dave. Okay. Yeah, it's higher. Oh, it's higher mm-hmm. than mine. <laughs> okay. What's 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 oh so it's my number three? Yeah. What's your number three? Well, it's it's the crowning achievement of uh of Pooty Guilt. It's the Underground <laughs> Railroad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Ben Jenkins. Pero, <laughs> pero to be fair. <laughs> Wow, you're laughing a little too much, huh? It's so yeah. funny. <laughs> wow, that <laughs> underground railroad, no? So good. warning before the or what? Why? Nothing. disclaimers. Okay, so underground railroad. To be fair, Mel watched it, I think, before any of us, right? Way before, yeah. Yeah, so... I don't wait before... I did. Yeah, I remember. finished it before I did. Yeah. Oh, oh there, there, there. So mm-hmm. this was one of the shows, and I was like, I have to get to this, even though it's ten very long. Some of the episodes are one seventeen. So I was like, I definitely have to watch this before we get to this episode. But I also was like, oh, it's really, really good. Like, I mean, it it just was so daunting when it came out there. Bravest conductors steal slaves directly from the plantation, right under the overseer's nose. They have the hardest jobs. I think that's what sort of scared me off. But now that I was finally watching it, I was like, wala, wala. I mean, you can't deny how grand, how well-directed, Nicholas Brittle's score, yeah, the acting. Yeah, talaga, talagang. He, and Jenkins, of course, you know, he wrote three episodes, I think, but directed all of them, and he directs the hell out of this, talaga. Like, and even Ed Jerton is like so good, right? Yes, like it's his best role, I think, right? And that 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 one episode is such a standout when he's like really trying to diminish Sikora and and um, and it's also nice though to have like a proper just outright bad guy villain because <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like. I was worried about that, like episode four. No sympathy, four. Right? Don't give yeah. me sympathy. Yeah, episode four is his origin story, and I was yeah. like, um, "Oh, are we gonna? Are they, oh no, we're supposed to care and, about this yeah, guy Yeah, but I hope they don't make us sympathize. But it's like, no, you're just evil from the roots. Definitely. <laughs> 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 I love na I have a black friend. See this kid, uh, so I like. I'm a good guy. Uh, <laughs> even that kid was good. I want to. I wanted to fucking kill that kid. So. Bad. Oh, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Galing, eh, and it and it really shows you again uh perspectives that you're not aware of, but also even stories that wouldn't occur to you, like because it's an alternate uh history. My pagka science fiction then and also it's actually very much a horror. More more pang oh, yeah. ano, eh. very it's antebellum, more, no? 
it's got more horror scenes for me than Yellow Jackets even. In terms of like sheer terror na parang may stalking, may, may yeah. parts of, ano, of dread. It's like, wow, galing. And then, the, I mean, this also has that one episode in the 19 minutes long, which is about uh, one of my favorite characters, see Fanny Briggs. And then, so... The, the dream, was it a dream? It was a dream, right? Ah, the one where she goes to the, no? Under, uh, to that station, ah. right? Oh, so parang yeah. eh, you don't know, diba? Parang, it's like uh, nga, parang parang small accident. Na parang they just gave Barry Jenkins money and then like, hey, make some movies that are roughly an hour long, and it's like, wow. So yeah, it's it's criminal talaga na hit gut snub. That oh my gosh, don't, don't, get me started. I, I don't, don't know. Don't get me started. Amazon didn't ano eh, parang parang well, promote na ano? Because oh. yeah, I but think... this is Amazon's. This is always their crux, right? They have all these great titles in their library, but they don't mm. know what to do with them. They Pero don't know how to eh, campaign for them. Somehow though, Maisel gets attention eh. and and in the beginning, for some reason, did. but anyway, transparent also were able to, but. But yeah, they're for for like you know the one or for the, one of the two biggest companies on earth. It's so weird, na you know these yeah. aren't being talked about much more than they are. I mean, they oh. def this show deserved more nominations in the Emmys alone, and I was so shocked that it only had what five, only won one. Crazy. Wait, it, so is that is it in your top ten? It's a, no. it's my number six, uh, okay. number five. Sorry. Okay. So what's your number three quark? My Quarky. number three is Mare. <laughs> Mayor Mare. Murders, Dirtus, Dirtus, Mare. Not to be parang, confused with Mayor of Kingstown. Of Kingstown. <laughs> but uh, I think we talked about this a bunch. And I don't know, I, did, I, I do make the list early on in the year. So kind of, but parang the way I, I rank them is like, Oh, do I like this show more than that show? And then so kind of like I it's not like I make it at the end of the year. So parang for the longest time Mare was at the top. Um and so um yeah, just kind of like remembering it and how um contained it is and how um it, it's a mystery and you know, like so many HBO mysteries, but this one had so much more heart and was really about her um redemption in the end and kind of like again you know parang we were talking about grief earlier but how she dealt with grief and how it it kind of like destroyed her and how she overcame that and you know parang great cast um i was also never really big on kate winslet uh, i don't Whoa. know why yeah i never was oh. um siguro the biggest na yung first movie niya yung ano Heavenly Creatures. Heavenly Creatures. Oh, yun na yung pinaka-love ko siya. And I don't know, I guess Rose left a bad like taste Titanic? in my mind. Oh my gosh, really? Not I mean, even I, Little Children? No, Little Children and, and Eternal Sunshine. I started to respect her talaga as an actress. And then, um, but it's only now, now I'm like, wow, she's the holiday. Faves, man. The Holiday. <laughs> you know, I've not seen The Holiday. What? what? Okay, I'm gonna watch The Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> But, but Tapos humilit ka about liking rom-coms, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then si, ano, si best friend, di ba? Ang galing din. Um, oh, oh, Julian uh, Nicholson. Oh, yeah, so, galing. I mean, uh, this, this, and I noticed the, the stuff that really performs, I guess, in my lists are actually the miniseries 
And that's why parang the, the ones that are parang if it's a middle of the series a season, then parang that that they tend to perform less. But if it if it's like okay, it's a complete story, then parang they have higher chances of of winning. So Merfiston was that it came out early and I know see even see you know what's his name? See Quicksilver, see um Evan Peters. Evan, Evan, yeah. He was so good, right? So I mean award winning um, performance too. Ah. Okay. Well, Take so, that, Joel Edgerton. <laughs> Watch it if you haven't seen it, but it was it was kind of like the the first big hit of the year, the the show that everyone mm-hmm. was talking Parang, about. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know if there's gonna be any more mayor, but I'm happy that there is a that, season that two. This. I know they ah, announced shit. it. Oh man, oh, did they? Okay. Oh, well. I think so. We'll always oh. have season one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just like True Detective. <laughs> season three I liked. By the way, but uh, no. but yeah, yeah I did like season, season three one. too, but not as much as one. Okay, yeah, two. Shut up. <laughs> what number are we, naba? Number two. It's your two. My two is succession. 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 Uh, so okay, let's go back to that conversation. Uh, I think uh, why why is it not in your top ten? I think it's also the reason why it's my number four. Um, sa akin kasi it's it's like super compelling right it's super addicting but hindi siya i don't know if it's a fair or no maybe not the right word but it doesn't feel substantial to me mm. in the sense na it's not a show i would take home to meet my mother it's not a show na i'm not <laughs> i'm it's not a show na i'm going to be here's a show that'll tell you who i am you know in five or less shows parang <laughs> it's super but it's super catty entertaining but yeah i mean I don't know I'll, that I'll ever watch Succession again, as opposed to some of these other shows. Now I I would watch these again. Okay, fair enough. It's not the strongest season. Let's put it that way. But super compelling, parin. Yeah. Pero yeah, compared to my other, another show we'll discuss in a bit. Yeah. There, it's definitely this season. I feel is, parin. They just went around in circles over and yes, over again. Yes, major. They kind of yeah. But <laughs> that's also but, one of the weaknesses. But what I appreciated was in this circling over and over again, they really leaned into the comedy side of the show. So you have all these episodes like Janitors, that's episode five, and then Kendall's birthday. Talagang comedy kung comedy si Succession this year. Curious din ako if the pandemic sort of really harmed the what they could, how they could move in terms of the season. Right, right. Because obviously but, uh, they were shooting um, bottle a lot. Yeah. Yes, and then yun nga, they couldn't really just jump locations often. And but you know, not to get too spoilery, but there's also a certain Shakespearean twist at the end. Na like, oh, okay, that's at least a really fun thing. But it slings you towards the next season, eh? Right. Yeah. Parang nothing. Yeah. Parang it's it's a collection of good episodes that don't mm-hmm. really lead anywhere. Okay. Okay. Um, it's like oh there's a donut uh, episode and that's super awesome and then there's a, um, uh, whatchamacallit Tom throwing over the table episode and then there's a there's the stockholders meeting episode but it's all kind of like variations on a theme right? where yeah, they're yeah. all going at each other's throats without real repercussions for the characters right? if you're gonna play rape me if mistakes have been made historically at cruises we are going to identify them and implement. Uh, what's more, uh, 
personal accountability is one of the four core pillars of the Waystar philosophy. Hugo? And I'm giving a... I know Nirvana's raped me as I'm giving a a, a speech to my company. <laughs> yeah. And then the next episode, I'm going to go to your birthday party. Parang, what? Parang, the, things are starting to not track in yeah, yeah. succession. So, my counting element of last mo na to, ha, ano. <laughs> uh, <laughs> feeling ko nga, because nga three is a, a set up to four. Like, when they introduce the new presidential nominee, obviously, he's not going to play a, a part here. In the season, but next season, Shana, bigger role naren siya over there. Yeah, but I remember seeing Jesse Armstrong was saying, "Ano kasi you know, like he wanted it to be only four seasons. Like he, mm-hmm. he always would say that, and I'm sure because it's now the crowning glory of ano, the the crown jewel of ano, of HBO. They they want him to stretch, and you can kind of feel it um, with this season. Brian Cox also said that parang he doesn't want to go past five, definitely. What does uh, Kendall say? Did he say anything in his press tour? His crazy press tour? <laughs> um, yeah, he's happy to have a job. Then. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I, mean, I, know, I have to please the stockholders. This is not a comedy. <laughs> Still in that role. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, again, for me, the, the finale was their strongest episode ever. Oh, gosh, uh, yeah. It, it's my favorite uh, episode of Succession and probably my favorite episode of the year. So, but yun nga, parang leading there. There's so much fun, diba? The, the dick pic, the ano. I mean, if you're gonna like just throw out <laughs> things and kind of like laugh about them, the the wine of Sinatom and Shiv, diba? <laughs> so, there's so many memorable things. But, uh, yeah, I, I get what my Ramon say na parang yun nga, didn't really lead too much. It's just, I, I missed it. I missed it so much. And then when it finally premiered, even if I knew that it was not stronger than the other seasons, it's just some, it's like comfort food, you know? It's something I love so much. And even if there's not as perfect, it's still better than most of the shows that I've seen or a lot of the shows that I've seen in 2021. Oh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's, it's not in my top 10, but it's like 17 or 18. Yeah. It's in my yeah. top 20, definitely. Yeah, number two. Oh god. My number two. Ah no, okay. I don't know. White Lotus. Oh no. Guys, I don't know my quiet 90s indie darling. Chuck and Bob, suck and fuck. But my 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 pooty guilt. Pooty lotus. My number two. It's actually Game of Squids. <laughs> okay, okay. Great show, great show. Phenomenon. <laughs> Global Phenomenon. Yes, and genuinely so happy that something that's a global phenomenon that became a monoculture was good. Like, Who would have sunk it? Diba? Parang, and no other I don't think any other show in the year held audiences of every stripe so confidently and efficiently in the palm of its hand. Nah. Everyone was talking about it. Eh. Even if you even if you're a snob and even if you're posting on our Facebook group and <laughs> even if you're not online at all. Except to download, you know, 
illegal whatevers then squid game was still on your on your to watch list it's so viral that there's a mural apparently in camp john hay or in baguio where oh, oh, santa is giving away um candies <laughs> to squid game costumed oh my god people being an Asian in the States, whenever they talk about Netflix, they'll always talk about Squid Games. Lord. I love Squid Games, right? Squid Games, Isn't man. The best? <laughs> Those games are excellent, you know? Can't get enough of that squid. But, um, I, yeah, I mean, I'm also a bit scared now they announced like a season two and possibly a three, but... And the no. universe, those motherfuckers. No. Yeah, but it's yeah. still like that, you know, we'll always have season one now. Uh-huh. Super, super thrilling, but had genuine characters and emotions and motives, and of course the stakes. The stakes, yeah. So again, another show that I did sort of approach like parang bakit si Then when I was like watching it, I was like, okay, this is incontrovertible, undeniable, parang kara. So I was like. Yeah, it's too good. I mean, even the production design. Even even if it's not the first K-drama I've seen, I was still so wowed by like the vision of this thing. The audacity. Yeah. Um, it's already a SAG nominee, Critics' Choice, possibly going also to sweep Emmys 2022. It's already won the Golden Globes for supporting actor for the old guy. Yeah, Ong, yeah. Yeah, but they always get number one when they should get Jong Yoon. I know, right? right? They yes, should get the yes. other guys <laughs> to win. But but now we're living in we're living in the aftermath of Squid Games, which is either a blessing or, or a curse because now every show that is coming out of Korea or Asia even is being compared to Squid Games, which is not good if if you ask me. So, I hope Western media will stop lumping Asian content together because it's like comparing Emily in Paris and The Crown. You know? <laughs> it shouldn't be But that yeah, way. I think it's annoying. The, the, someone from Netflix was telling me like um, it, it basically evaluated Netflix. But it upped the value of Netflix to the point that basically the value is like 3 billion or something. So, wild, right? Shit, Wang Dong Yuk better see some of that money, motherfucker. Ganda ng mga sound bites niya, eh, no? Dami namin pull quotes to play around. Malay ko, nabayaran na ako, eh. Do they want season 2? They know my bank account number. Grabe. What's your number 2, Quarty? My number 2 is Dave. Yeah. Yeah, so... Defer uh, sa akin. Uh, <laughs> huh? uh, Defer. Oh, okay, okay. Damn. Okay. So, ano yung number two mo, Mel? Two? Ah, number wait, one. sorry. Number one mo. Oh, Once sige. na. Top dogs na tayo. Wait, I think, ano, uh, I think Mel's let's number guess, one let's and guess. my number one is the same. Let's guess, that, okay. I, I, I think. Then you that feel show it in your bones? I feel it in my bones, yo. Wow. Wala yan so, sa ano. <laughs> so, let's talk about Dave, which is from what's number one. Yeah. <laughs> Franchise by yung ano, yung inyo. Like I should have seen the first ten. It's definitely no, Lupin. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no, no, no. It's Bridgerton. 
<laughs> it's Bridger 10? I haven't seen Bridger 1 to 9. Uh, okay, okay, Dave. Dave, great show. Was going to be my number wow. one up until a few weeks ago. My number three. Ramon's mm. number one. My number one. It's the most improved uh, category award winner. Which why, which is why it's now number one. It's already an improvement year. to an already great show. So it's not yes. like it was a bad. Oh. It was in our top tens last year, top fives. Yeah, yeah, last it's year. Very high on mine also. But but yeah, I mean, it continued its great streak and improved on it. It became smarter, deeper, more moving, critical of itself. Um, it interrogated his own success. Uh, vis-a-vis the rest of the community, what's his place in the industry, but it's also just so well done, eh? in an almost disguised manner. Like one of the things that I'm happiest with in this season was they got uh, see Ben, ah, what's his last name? Sinclair, Ben Sinclair. Because uh, oh, HBO wait, didn't renew. What did renew. he direct again? He didn't. HBO didn't renew High Maintenance. Yes, yes. So, yes. so the Dave crew got him, and he was uh, in the writing staff and directing a couple of episodes. And you really felt that um, that style and that touch there, but also the you know, the process of creation, which parang touches on why I love Watch the Sound, and there's like surreality. But then it that that that. that Finale also was like such a great finale and such a great payoff. Na parang oh, what was this season secretly about, diba? And it was like friendship and like what are your who who do you love? How do you treat those you love? Parang and and what's at stake? What can be saved? What's valuable? So parang ganda lang talaga. Even getting Alma Harrell to direct the finale was like what a choice. What did and Alma then, Harrell direct? Aside um, from this. Honey boy. Mm, nice, nice. So, my, my fave Dave app was about trauma. The trauma of dating with Doja Cat. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I've seen... That's the one of the only episodes of TV this year that I watched like three times. How it handled social media, but also yeah, the dating scene. And, and then yung mga ano, mga misogynists, yung mga incel. Diba may mga cutaway to incel? Oh, eh? diba na, na, wow! <laughs> The the, 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 peop, the those people who comment, the yeah. uh, seem like mindless statistics when you scroll, but then when you show like <laughs> the sadness of the reality, it's like galeng galeng. The daming great yeah. one and done in ones, the the Rick Ross episode. I, I ah, sorry, Rick Rubin, ba? Rick yeah, Rubin. Rick. yeah, yeah. So, ang galeng. Even the whole the, confronting yeah. his bald id. <laughs> And it's a no, no. It's kind of crazy how this doesn't show up in critics' lists. I don't know. Over the White Lotus, de ba? Frustrated. <laughs> Fucking White Lotus, talaga. I love her. The show was diba? so good. I mean, even in the watch, it showed up in Sam Esmail's list, but then both, um, uh, yeah, Chris and Andy were like, it's unbelievably good. I mean, the first two episodes, I was like, oh no, oh no, they're trying to be at Yeah, Uncut Gems yung ano eh, first yeah, two eh. Diba? And then parang, after a while, parang like, okay, well, ano, they, they, they're finding their, like, groove in, in and, and I think they did it a lot by focusing uh, on the 
side character si ano yeah. nga, diba? si best friend of Ali yung favorite ko eh, that, that the, episode ano, <laughs> right. yung, yung makasama pala sila yung sa origin agency. story na lang yes and then ano the, the solo episode then of the mom diba yeah. and then yeah that's why it's super satisfying then sa finale when they show the people in the crowd and it's like each of these people got their their sort of solo spotlight episode this year so I was like oh talagang man super planned to ha nakainstow <laughs> and they only reveal that uh, ano is Dave diba uh in, in oh, that oh, very last, last episode. Yes. Uh, in, the, yeah. in the very, yeah, very last episode yeah. intro. Parang galing! Uh, damn. You know, you know your show is kiss. good when Donald Glover is so threatened that he <laughs> tweets, he'll tweet something na, you know, that's disrespect when you, when you compare Atlanta to Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we did it first. Sabi nga ni Ramon, whoever wins, we win. Oh. you know, just yeah. make good TV, guys. Salam pa kayo. In a way, it's it's actually ano eh, it's in keeping because they're, they're they're both in that rap industry. So parang rap wars din yun eh. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> rap premium true, TV true. wars. But there's gonna be Atlanta season three this year, right? March. Yeah. And they're and they're both oh, FX shows pa. Damn. So I know. So si, si Landgraf is like, yes, magawa kayo basta quality. <laughs> fight. <laughs> Let them fight. And what's Drum roll, please. One? Station 11. We're the traveling symphony. We travel for a reason. Let's try to make the world make sense for a minute. No one finds people from before. Hell yeah! <laughs> Oh, so you wanna go ahead? Because I'm the downer, Debbie downer dito. Ah, no, 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 no. I mean, okay, Mel, go, go, go. I this is this show was the only show that left me in a trance. In the in its aftermath, every episode I would just go around the house in a daze, just replaying the lines and the meaning of each episode. Na talaga, oh, wow, that that show is art and it's heavy art and it's so prolific <laughs> and it's it's so deep, right? <laughs> but it just wow just amazing I wanna see the, this episode from Mira's eyes <laughs> she, parang, she didn't wanna mommy, watch the parang, show parang, she didn't she's just walking in the garden she's just walking in the garden who's gonna feed me and it really ticks my boxes na at first actually at first I thought I would hate it because number one it was so hyped by the watch boys it's like <laughs> they love the show so much number two the the first episode I, I was not hooked I found it too too slow. So, mm. so lagay na yun na yun. And then, wala. Then, then they started talking Shakespeare. Wala na. That's catnip for me naman. That's like, give me more, please. More Shakespeare references, please. Thank you. Siyempre, literally, right before I went to record, um, see, see Kat Velayos, who's watching it right now. <laughs> Just message. Hi, Kat. Hello. This uh, shout out to Kat. Obviously, they're using Hamlet in a way that's very specific to the narrative and not just for Hamlet's sake. Ano ba? <laughs> so, I'm not sure. I have, I have to ask her if she likes the show. But um, No, she, she loves it. it. She loves the yeah. show. Okay. Good, good, She's good. talked about it. On, uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Sige. Okay. Uh, Ikaw, Quark. Uh, ako, well, ano, ako naman, my main resistance to it was 
Okay, Patrick Soverville, of course, is an alum of ano, diba? Leftovers and Watchmen. I know, Leftovers, and then he went to, on to do Maniac, etc. Um, but you can really feel the DNA diba? of Lost, Leftovers, uh, and, you know, arguably, Leftovers, Watchmen probably do this better. Um, this whole thing na parang, diba? they're, they're self-contained, they're kind of mysterious, but not in that way. But, ano, I mean, I think... At the same time, um, he's learned Damon's lessons then from Lost, which is uh, let the mystery be, right? to quote the theme song of The Leftovers, and kind of let the mystery be your entry point to examine these characters. But in the end, I know, let it be about the characters, right? And um, nga, I mean, talking about meta, uh, how how it's cracked for me. Uh, it's I it, a lot of the things about you know a television show about logistics. Diba? It's it's not just taking the path from point A to B, but the right path. And they have a lot of like that. They have a lot of uh, I know um, quoting from the comic and quoting from Shakespeare and quoting from even what the characters say. That that kind of just falls into place and is a commentary on the show itself. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, I will follow Mackenzie Davis anywhere she goes. I I find her, I'm just, ano, so parang, ano, Magnetic. tantalized. Yeah. <laughs> and, ano, and, and to be honest, ano, ang, ang galing nila, ano, ano, Matilda Lawler is like fucking Dakota, the next Dakota Fanning. Like, she is amazing. I cannot wait to see her uh, career unfold. I have no doubt she'll make it somewhere um nice seeing Lori petty besides it was a great cast him in, in a tank girl homage do you think it's like wow it's a continuation of tank girl see Lori petty should be in season two of yellow jackets my dream list na you know sina ano, list na ako <laughs> bridget fonda sina get her Peruza, out of retirement Peruza Bark. and then yung mga mas bata you know yung mga bagets nung time <laughs> Oh, si Feruza, <laughs> they were teasing her sa ano eh. Pero pumalpak kasi yung craft reboot eh. But they were yeah. teasing her return. Yeah. Sorry, Back anyway. to Station uh, Eleven, please. Anyway, so, of course, the book was written long, I mean, before the pandemic, but... 2015. And then nag-meet pala sila sa ano, no? Sa writing, kasi novelist in si Somerville. So they met, like, uh, at a signing, actually. Um, at a crappy signing where only eight people were there and it wasn't even... Station Eleven yet and worth it, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I wish but then, this wasn't oh. marketed as a pandemic show because it's really not about the pandemic, a pandemic even. Maybe the timing is just very Omicron specific. Yeah. You can't or deny, say also that the pandemic is such a feature. Because once they see the imagery, the right, right. Like... But I guess yun nga, I mean, as opposed to most pandemic apocalypse. Uh, shows. Um, parang ito yung ano, eh, but it keeps it so small. It's so intimate. It's really just... It's just a footnote. Less, yeah. Diba? So... Yeah. Parang I mean, past na. Yeah. Oh. But but I, I understand why people don't like it. And maybe, Ramon, you can jump in, but I know it feels pretentious. It is pretentious. Oh. It's very elitist. <laughs> and really, it's so ridiculous that in 20 years' time, Shakespeare and theater kids are going to be like the end-all and be-all of civilization. Parang, huh? But, El Goraman, what's your... What's your what, what don't you like? Let me contextualize muna, no? Which is, even if it's not in my top 10, it's in my top 20. This is higher... Station 11 is higher on my ranking than Succession. So I do like the show. However, 
it was a book kasi that my book club had read before I joined. So it was always on my list. And then I thought, okay, since the show is coming out, this is my great reason to finally read the book. So I read the book very soon before watching the show. And there's a, a load of changes, especially in the back half. And um, like, I don't want to get too spoilery, naman, no, but the villain is different. It's the same characters, but they're different roles. So, so you recommend the book? Ako, well, I, I do love the book, and there's things kasi in the book that is about... Because the book was written in 2015, and it's kind of... There's sort of a critique then on like fascism and cults. You know, sort of pre-Trump tension. And Tyler's a pedophile Things the that are... The yeah, oh, that sure. are... Yeah. No, that are the, sort of... Those are the concerns, no? But... I, I get then why Somerville, I feel, and I'm crediting him for these changes now, it's like, he made the story into something closer to the pandemic. Also, for context in the show, they had shot episodes one and three before getting shut down. That's why it could have been, an, I think, an entirely Hiro Murai show. Eh? But by the time they resumed, he was already in Atlanta. And so, but I think also that break allowed them to sort of fold in the feelings of the pandemic into the show and i feel that's why it's more about uh, forgiveness and togetherness which the book is not really that much about uh in the book it's more of lear than hamlet but also there's things like like for example the miranda character i felt was reduced in the and loses her independence in the show because in the book she also like the show has her own like chapter but it's such a great sort of self-actualization story because in the book it's like yeah they're all revolving around arthur's orbit but arthur's not a nice person talaga um whereas and i think also just as a side note i really feel gael is super miscast as arthur as arthur yeah yeah and then but i do love there are some changes that i super love like um, there's a reunion Jivan, that, no? mm. there's a reunion that breaks you in the finale diba? and that's not in the book it's hinted at that they're going to cross each other's paths but you don't actually see it it's left to your imagination and then in the show you actually see that reunion and then the book uh, the show also fleshes out um, Jivan's character Frank uh, Jivan's brother Frank more as a character and that's my favorite episode yeah, that's seven, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. My my reason lang for it not cracking the top ten was beyond some of the character changes and motivation changes. For me, there were it just wasn't as consistent. And then yeah, that's one of my criteria. If like you have a weak episode, it's going to drag down the grade a bit. And there were like two or three very murky episodes. But then there's two or three episodes that are like best episodes of TV of the year. And then there's like a handful of other episodes that have both great and sort of weak scenes. So the inconsistency lang is the only reason that I that it kind of went down in my rankings a little bit. Mm. But yeah, still. But the thing that's stylistically the biggest difference though is the magic realism that's not in the book. Like every time they keep every time they keep actually running into the guy in the spacesuit, it's like. It kind of throws me, eh? but Getsko, I think that's more of a leftovers type maniac slash influence, probably. But it, yeah, that's that. 
it's played very fairly straight in the book. And then the other thing I wanted to mention is it has the best score in all of TV of the year for me. Besides Nicholas Brittel in Underground, Underground Railroad. Railroad. It's yeah. it's like yeah. Like I remember even the Tribe Called Quest sequence oh, oh, oh. sequence. It's like super tumasing balahibo ko and it's like wow. It's so joyous and such a great warm scene. So you know those those are those moments na yeah, galing nito. This one also wasn't in the book. Ako naman, I'm I'm so impressed with how they diverted from the usual like what we envision the apocalypse is going to be. Na it's all dark, like the road na it's it's so bleak, right? Every time cinema portrays 30 years from now when we're when we're like plummeted by by a, a pandemic or whatever, a life-ending thing. But in in Station 11, it's so lush and it's so warm. And then the costume design is just phenomenal. When especially when they put on the plays and then they put on the the costumes for the characters of each Shakespearean play, it's like it's found objects. Yeah. Very Ang ng art department. Parang lived in. <laughs> Very. Yeah, I, I mean it's 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 so ano, yung this is just one line eh, diba? when in in the conversation between the in that reunion. <laughs> parang we're giving a no, it's so hard to talk around the spoilers no? But that my god, when when she said uh I know you walked me home, parang fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it kills me so, that we can't read the book. Even the comic kasi, it's good illustration, but not a good comic. <laughs> Like because even the even the panel see panel placement and then the flow of you know, imagery is like yeah this wouldn't pass <laughs> but uh, pero maganda yung art. <laughs> first ano naman ni Miranda <laughs> first uh, comic oh uh, first so, pero yung self published eh yeah. kaya pa yan greater things to come ay hindi pala <laughs> pero yung interesting kasi is the book after Station Eleven that Mandel wrote. Uh, Glass Hotel. It's an alternate history. It actually stars Miranda and her boss. Oh, nice. Sa, ano, so, parang and it and it's like a world where the pandemic didn't happen. So, parang ah, oh, interesting. That's actually on my neck. That's in my next to read shelf. Parang ganon. I'll just I'll just watch anything that Hiro Murai is attached yes. to at this point. Yes. Grabe. All right. Good list, guys. One R forty. <laughs> What are your uh, honorable mentions? Like, rundown. So yeah, you go, you go, man. A minus Mare, Vincenzo, Invincible, John Wilson, the MCU shows lumped together, Starstruck, What We Do in the Shadows, Season 3, Hacks, We Are Lady Parts and Girls 5, Eva. But yeah, oh, the, okay. the ones... Uh, go, go, Ramon. Uh, yeah, well, I have also We Are Lady Parts, also great. Um, Insecure's last season. I'll lump in Insecure and ano, Love Life season 2 kasi it was like Black Love Matters. Charot. Pero ang ganda ng Love Life more than season 1 kasi William Jackson Harper is the main character. Do you now. have to watch season 1? Um, diba anthology no, siya? No, it's an anthology Someone? show but you'll be spoiled kasi there's, they, they're, they're, they sort of have mutual friends so Anna Kendrick appears in like 3 episodes, 3 scenes throughout the whole season. Pero ang ganda lang ng perspective eh, of like um, black male na divorced and then that perspective and then the kind of humor, the kind of jokes are different. You know, it's very not, yun nga, tip, kasi medyo typical white 
white girl rom-com yung first season. It had its strength talaga, but definitely felt familiar. This one like was like, oh wow, oh okay, that's how different palette is for the like. There's a part where there's like a pregnancy scare, and then like it's so different pala for like a black man to have a pregnancy scare as opposed to like a white dude. Because parang iba yung perspective, I guess, on society as like the abandoning black single father. Parang ganon. So there's like there's that whole aspect and angle na I'm like, oh, that's not ever entered, you know, my concern. Diba? Parang ganon. Um, same thing with Insecure na parang, but Insecure's last season was like kind of a victory lap. A well-earned, well-deserved victory lap naman. But um, uh, what else? Um, the other side, uh, the other two in Southside are two of the funniest shows, but don't have the same emotional kurot that something like starstruck would have and and other two was in my top 10 last year but and it's oh, still, still in season one ramon but it's really funny. yeah i'm not spo- yeah i'm not spoiling it but the uh, season one emotional kurot is more potent than <laughs> the one in season two and so that's only that's why it was sort of uh taken out and then of course station 11 succession uh hawkeye and uh the other show that very late kasi na Recently, ko talaga napanood, which I really super gulat ako how good it is, is Landscapers oh, on HBO. Oh, I was gonna yeah. ask about Landscapers. So, okay. And, well, Hacks. Yeah. Did, did you... Parang Hacks is in your list. Hacks is in the thir- 20s to 30s na yata. We don't love it as much as the white folk. Yeah, because <laughs> Hacks is ano eh. It's just... Yeah, it's I, just, so, I watched one app and I was like, eh. It just feels like very well-trod territory. Na. Yeah. The charm is really Gene Smart, but the jokes are not that funny. And then, and then the relationship goings on, the development and growth of the characters. I'm not invested at it's, all. It, it, yeah. It's entirely predictable. Then, yeah. so parang like even and it also sets up its own problem, which is like, but there's like a cliffhanger at the end of the season. Na parang oh, this happened and it jeopardizes the relationship. And it, and sa akin, it's like. No, it doesn't. You just have to bring it up and talk about it because you already are at that point where you can do that. Diba? So parang false na yung false na yung climax na hindi siya, hindi siya issue kung pag-usapan niya lang. Parang ganon. Did any of you watch the that uh, Nicole Kidman cult show? No. That's another one Perfect Strangers. Yeah, but the yeah. reviews kasi were bad so I was like, yeah, yeah. This, this, it just kept slipping down <laughs> na may to watch. Parang. Time is like, too precious. Yeah. yeah. Parang is it this or Underground Railroad? <laughs> So, but yeah, my, my, of course, my my list, my my uh, runners up are Ye- Yellow Jackets, Only Murders, and Reservation. Yes, Yellow Those Jackets could have been the no, uh, the top ten, and Invincible, and The Circle, <laughs> season two. Really? Yeah, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, no, was in the top twenty. Foundation, I kind of was into, but parang not compelled to finish. But I like naman Foundation and Arcane, which are kind of similar in terms of ano. Um, and then stuff that that I couldn't really finish were the chair, physical, but, but okay na rin. And then, um, I know, none of us watched, mass. none of watched, none of us watched, no, no, Shrink Next Door. No. I, no, I no. tried. Considering the cast. I tried, parang, I tried. Parang, it's parang, not that great. Okay. Yung other, well, I'm still, I'm looking long. Search Party, Blind Spotting. Uh, ah, Nice. But yeah, and then Yellow Jackets spend fifteen Dickinson. You know what's Tapos, shocking? None of you have Ted Lasso in your. I know. My it, has it fallen from eh. grace? 
and uh, yeah. Kasi, yun nga, same, same criteria. It's wildly inconsistent. So, mm-hmm. it just kept slipping down. I didn't understand it this season. I didn't understand and, what it was going for. Oh, kalat yung, especially yung love plots were like so badui. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't finished the season. I, I, I stopped sorry. at the Christmas episode at that. Well, so. To quote Ramon earlier, we will always have season one. Season one. <laughs> Pero landscapers. But that's actually a show that became, ano, no? That's a show that became a uh, bit super. of a, yeah, like, like monoculture. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Strangely enough, like, nung paumpisa yung season two, I think that's only when people were kind of like watching season one. But yun nga, parang, parang succession. Kind of Naging pandemic thing ata. <laughs> Pero landscapers, it's not a subversion, it's kind of an inversion of the true crime genre. But oh. the, the style is so interesting because it's very theatrical, it's meta, and it's like very bold. Eh? Like, like it has Wait, one so of it's the. A, it's a who done it, Roman? No, it's a it's a what done it. Parang it's a what happened. Parang you know ne who done it. Parang they say yeah, that at the okay. beginning. It, oh, I thought pag- it was like a domestic comedy set in Britain because hindi, of the stars. It's like. The first, the first thing you'll see is basically that this couple uh, have been are serving twenty five years to life for murder, and then until today they they claim their innocence. So you know that they they're convicted and jailed, and then the first episode is about how they become you know in the custody of the police, and then episodes two and three are about sort of each of them independently, and then four is the aftermath of the trial and stuff. But but the style is so good, but also it's so bold and experimental. And it wouldn't work kasi without the anchoring of sobrang high up ni Olivia Coleman and David Thulis. And then, this is Coleman kasi is reunited here with her flowers showrunner Real Sharp. So they have a real ease and comfort. And it's galing din kasi I also saw this the same week as Lost Daughters. I'm like, wow, Olivia Coleman just give her sobrang consistent na output talaga niya. And then, but it's super, ganda pa ng score, ganda ng um, the staging of it. And then the lines. It has one of my favorite beginnings of any TV show or ever. <laughs> okay, I'm, oh, I'm compelled sige, to sige. watch tonight. Yeah. And it's only four episodes. Four okay. hour, ah, okay. hour long episodes. Okay. Uh-huh. okay well, one. you know, make a drama training. <laughs> I can do 16 of one oh. and a half hours. You can do four hours without a bathroom. Should break we talk about like favorite episodes? Or <laughs> <laughs> or disappointments. I don't have a full-on or, list there, but if you guys want, I mean, ang haba na, dude. Yeah, mahaba oh, na, mahaba na. But, but, but yeah, disappointments, White Lotus, ah, White for Lotus. For sure. Oh, God. For sure. As in, I as don't as understand bad? the conversation around the White Lotus. As in, it's bad or you just don't know why it's so hyped? I don't know why it's so hyped. So it's, so it's puri guilt nga. Yeah, it's pretty guilt. It's just kind of yeah like, oh, because there's mistreatment about... of people of color in the staff, and yeah. you know, and it's, and it's all entitled and t- uh, yeah, entitled and you know, parang privileged white people doing it. But so parang commentary quote and quote on on it. But but it really is just white folks bitching about it's shit. an empty shell <laughs> of meaning. But wow. Alexander Dario and Sydney Sweeney, so I finished it. Galing nung galing nung concierge who I love that they gave that such I a like lead role a to someone I do not yeah. know I mean he's an Australian actor pero galing niya eh. yeah. and si lovable guy sa ano diba sa um, uh, high fidelity biglang ang douche na niya so ano but yeah so if you haven't seen it yeah wag na siguro Miguel Nascenzena hates it so that's our wow. uh, ano, Miguel Nascenzena <laughs> drop of the day 
What about um, Midnight Mass? Were you guys into there? It was super it was on my high. list. Super but... slow, uh, <laughs> It's in a lot yeah. of critics' lists, like top five critics' darling. I'm curious to know, any list of shows you didn't get to go to? Um, we Are Lady Parts is one of the ones I really wanted to watch, never got to around to watching it. Two and a um, half hours. Lang yan. Okay, And it's, cool. it's a quick watch, Court. Yeah. Peacock Man. Yeah. Yes. No, no, okay. Pero Sky in the UK. And then you know, landscapers. Those were the two that I was like, uh, I wanted to watch those. Um, and of course, I still haven't finished Yellow Jacket. So, yeah. for all mankind, um, the chair, Midnight Mass, and Master of None. <laughs> hindi ko na ano. I have no regrets. I think I plowed through TV <laughs> pretty pretty thoroughly. What about titles that you're looking forward to this year, 2022? How's Snowdrop? I kind of stopped in it. Well, it's in this... It's mired in controversy right now, and I can't access are you it not, anywhere. But you're not watching it week to week. I, I don't have Disney Plus. In, and it's not in Disney Plus it's, US. It's Disney in, Plus Asia. But in Korea, it's not... Ano pala, it has its own network, eh, diba? It's I think it's on TVN, but... JBN or something like that. One of those, but it's yeah, yeah. not accessible for us. Like, View doesn't have ah, it. Right. Chi doesn't have it. Because it's a Disney exclusive. Oh, I don't know. Wow, so they're entering the space na? <laughs> yeah, Space Wars na to. Wow. K-Wars. Nice. Yeah, well, me, my main thing I'm looking forward to talaga is uh, Atlanta. And uh, and nothing else. Charo. Charo. <laughs> kind of no. <laughs> oh, I'll run down my list of 2022. It's short lang. There's Pachinko from Apple Plus. It's a K. I actually I had to right, finish right. the book. Novel. It's so good. Peacemaker, which is airing. Amazon's much-awaited Lord of the Rings adapt, not adaptation, but continuation. Rings of Power. Rings of Power. The Crown Season 5. Oh my gosh. Yun. Stranger uh-huh. Things Season 4 na ba to? Season mm. 4. Pam um, yeah. and Tommy. Atlanta yeah, it Season looks good. 3. There's also Industry Season 2. Ah, no. Sorry. The Lord of the Rings is not Lord of the Rings. It's a continuation of Lord of the Rings. I think it's a prequel, right? Prequel. Parang yeah. thousands of years uh, ago. Uh, okay. It's the Rings of Power nung bago pa yata. Okay. And then the Game of Thrones prequel also will be dropping this year. House of the Dragon. Nice. Man, I wish they would show that pilot they, they passed on, no? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I mean, even the pilot like, of the first Game of Thrones, um, I really want to see it. It's somewhere out there. They spent there. like 10 million down on the pilot with Naomi Watts. Eh? And then parang they just said, nah. Oh, and then they oh, got, developed so a whole other show. Naomi Watts, ano? Okay, I thought that Naomi was, a different... was House of the Dragon. Oh, shit. then, then okay. different show yun eh. And then they they were doing they were developing three shows sabay, and then they passed on the Naomi Watts pilot. Oh my god! And gosh. then this is the next one. I doubt it's because she's bad. Bakit no, no, I'm sure it's talaga. not. I don't think it's even her necessarily. It might have been just not great writing mm. or whatever. All right. So thanks guys. Thanks Love guys. This Next episode week all the all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, one of our faves talaga. Um so join us next week as we talk about music. Music, right? Yeah. It's music. the music and music talk docs. episode, yeah. Oh. No, we have the music and talk and then we have okay. the music doc. So yeah. what's music and talk like our albums Best songs or albums, yeah. Songs. Songs lang? Wow, what are we millennials? Yeah.